I hope that I'm not super all over the place in this episode because <laughs> I'm going to try to pay attention to more than one thing at a time. But if it works, we can keep doing this. Uh-huh. So I like should it. Should be good. Ah. Oh yeah, no, Jimmy I've Fallon. seen that. That's good stuff. That is the be- we're we're looking at YouTube. We got Ooh. the Beastie Boys on uh, on YouTube. My Rudolph oh, fight yeah. for your right. That's funny. The party. Yeah, she's crafty. Yeah, that's the group I saw. I know the all girl group. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Hopefully they uh, come back around. Oh, hopefully. Yeah. I think that'd be fun to see. She's crafty. She's. Oh, so we're good to go. We're good. We can start the I episode. Got you yeah. do have coffee. Yes, do you have, it, Joe refuses Ooh, regardless. Oh, my God. What <laughs> I'm is fumbling up with, the mic again. What is up with that microphone? I don't know about cold drinks. Um, <laughs> Joe, it can be, what is it, 95 degrees outside yeah. today and at least 20 degrees hotter in your car if you don't have your air on, which I didn't because we had the windows down. Yeah. So the breeze was nice, but it's still hot. Uh, Joe refuses to get cold coffee. I just, it's the taste. I don't know. It tastes fine. Taste this. Like it's, it's got, I put some, I put, here's what I do. I've because had it. I'm good. trying, yeah, I'm trying to not, well, then you can't, then you can't use that as an excuse. I have cancer. <laughs> you can't use that <laughs> as an excuse either. Uh, and now that your cold sensitivity is it's gone, gone. Uh, at least temporarily, yep. uh, now you need to get as much in as you can. So what I do, I need to go get a blizzard. Because I, I try not to be a fatty. You know, I used to drink a lot of, uh, when, whenever I would get a coffee back in the day, it would always be like a, like a latte stuff with a lot of flavor and, and a lot of dairy in it, a lot of, a lot of sugar. And so what I slowly started to do was have them do half flavor or whatever, and then work my way down. You know, some of those drinks, there would be like they would tell me like, yeah, there's like f- fucking five pumps of this ah, and dude. four pumps of that. And I'm like, that's like half of the cup. Ah, you're drinking a quart of like, fucking... For real? Ugh. And uh, yeah, so now what I have, whenever I have hot coffee, I will get a typically a light roast. I like light roast yeah. the most for the most part. And then I get a pump of vanilla because uh, DM in Ames, they have a... Uh, like a homemade vanilla yeah that's pretty good so i get one pump of vanilla in this let's call it a 20 ounce cup yeah and then i get some honey and a little bit of cinnamon on top Mm -hmm. and that works for me no matter what time of year it is and it's delicious now when i get the cold drink so like the cold brew here I will order the largest cold brew there is. I will tell them, give me a pump of white chocolate, or some of them call it white mocha because Uh. they're snobs. (laughs) And then I have them toss in a pump of caramel as well. So, yes, I understand. I have two pumps in there, but it's still not, it's not bad. And then, um, bless you. And then I do a little bit of cream just because it it like needs it because the cold brew can be pretty. tart i don't know it, it, it can, yeah it well it's it's it can be the cream kind of dulls it down a little bit but it's yeah. like the amount of cream that i get in there i don't know cold brews are they're just strong yeah and it's one of those things where if you've got a lot of work to do get a cold brew because that's gonna 
keep you rocking all day long it's, until your yeah, inevitable crash. It's just weird. I mean, which like, hopefully doesn't happen during this episode. The cream, yeah, the cream will help. Yeah, uh, but you know, it's just like uh, that's your line, isn't it? The cream will. The help. cream will. <laughs> Put that on my dating sites now. Whatever. Um, but yeah, the cream will. I mean, picture it like coffee that you have in a mug. I am you know? picturing it. And then it just time goes by where it just becomes room temperature. You right. Know? And then right. I've done it and I've sipped it straight where I'm just like, ah, mm. like I guess some people's taste buds. That's where I'm like, I don't really like cold coffee. And then I've gotten iced coffee, but I don't know. It's just that's good. I think you cracked the code. You've helped me Damn through. Damn straight. You've helped me through a lot in life. Yeah, man. Um, <laughs> that's I, what I'm here for. I usually don't go for iced coffees, but yeah. I mean that's an okay coffee, the one you're drinking. But you know that's when so I'm good. when I'm left alone, uh, lip. There you go. Lip. Yeah. There lip. you go. I got a little. Oh, dab. I got stuff on my there lip. You, go. you want to come get it? Yeah. <laughs> but i don't know left We're, alone to my own choices of iced coffee i've never been like i'm just like ah it's a little mm. ah rough or i don't know earthy or I don't yeah know um the the flavoring in it helps a lot this is terrible podcasting this is we're we're yeah. just talking about coffee and Let's talk about no, coffee no, that no, well that, that you can't taste what exactly it is that we're discussing here coffee uh what was it that we just saw on your tv that you were telling me about um what uh there was a picture of it was just there whoop, whoop. you just talked to me about it oh yeah you're ruining my beastie my lead boys? in the beastie boys yeah, i, don't know. <laughs> like, there's I got a thousand we're on youtube there's i a got some stuff ready for you okay here joe recently joe and i watched beastie boys story which is on apple plus if you have not seen it, you should definitely watch this. Uh, yes, I, it's kind of a documentary. It's kind of a kind of a movie where they filmed a, a live show in New York, and uh, it's awesome. Joe, what was the name of the Beastie Boys debut album? License to Ill. There it is. This solid song, hundred percent solid. Remember this from this the is track uh, one. This is track one. Yeah. Here. So nice. it's crazy that they were fucking 16 years old. When this album came, I've been listening to this for years, years and years and years back to probably the first time that I listened to License Dale would have been middle school. And I wasn't as hard into them then as I was like later into high school. And uh, and I think the last album that I was really into um, would have been Hello Nasty. So I for one reason or another skipped over. Uh, to the five boroughs. Okay. And but it's been fun for me because I've since gone back and kind of dove into the the whole discography of the Beastie Boys yeah. and and now I get to hear stuff like for the first time and some of it in previous albums. <clears throat> excuse me. In previous albums, I didn't get to back then or like I would skip over because your tastes are different. Yeah. But now it's like it's like living living it all over again going through all of this stuff. Um I can't think of anything that I like I didn't know that they were so young because you know, I was born in eighty nine. Um my older I got an older brother and he 
was the one I would steal CDs from, I guess, you know. So I don't know how he caught on to Beastie Boys, but, I mean, occasionally we would have... Your dad turned him on to it? I don't know. He was like, like, son, you should listen to these guys. I think part of it was, like, my brother's friends, and then, like, I discovered ACDC a little later. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. A little too... Like, I don't know. I think I was a freshman in high school before I started really Mm -hmm. getting into ACDC, where I'm like, wait, what? You know, like... yeah. I knew some of their songs. I didn't really know all of them. Mm-hmm. It was weird uh, how we kind of got introduced into that. We had a neighbor kid that had, he introduced us to Weird Al, you know? Oh, that's was, how uh, that happened. What was it that? It was a neighbor kid, huh? The neighbor kids for Weird Al. Yeah. I don't know about other stuff, but he had that uh, subscription that they would send okay. you. Okay. He references it in. Close of, personal friend of Al? Uh, not that, but it was something, some subscription that like you would get. Oh, Columbia House. That's it. That's oh, it. Oh, okay. Yeah, that one. I thought you were talking about the fan club. Yeah. The, that was the a close personal friend of Al was Weird Al's fan club. Yeah. I know that because I'm a nerd. <laughs> so, uh, I don't know. Uh, the album where they're in the sardine can. Yeah. That's Hello Nasty. That's Hello Nasty. That's the one like that's vivid in my mind because I remember that sitting around the house. Intergalactic yeah. planetary, planetary, yeah. intergalactic. So, my yeah. brother was more into them than I was, you know, but... Uh, but then I remember just different parts of songs of just like beastie beastie boys getting live on the spot, putting all kinds of shame to the game you've got, and just mm-hmm. like just little snippets and shit like that. Nice. You know? Apologies, I had to plug it into this old phone, and apparently this old phone still gets notifications. Boo-doo-doo. So that was stupid. No. <laughs> that wasn't supposed to happen. Oh, that's our first. Yeah. Uh, anyway, moving on to another track from yeah. Licensedale, and again, the goal here is for you to be so invested in Beastie Boys <laughs> that you, in your downtime, on your own, without any further peer pressure than this, you will choose to listen to, to these go. albums. And I might buy a poster. I don't know. You should get a I poster. Got some, a little That's, bit of... I mean, you've got an Elvis thing over here. I We've got, got space. Is that Tom Petty next to Elvis? Uh, that is Tom Petty. And, is uh, that a poster of dead people? Yeah, it is. Um, okay. Except for, I had that poster when Tom Petty was still alive. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. So and that poster is what killed him. Now everyone's dead. Who else is on there? Um, it's Elvis, we got, Tom Petty. We got uh, Jimi Hendrix. Jimi, oh, yep, super dead. Buddy Holly. Super dead. Elvis, Tom Petty. Okay. And we have what lead singer of the Doors. Oh, also very dead. And then down in the in the in the. Uh, oh, there's famous people yeah. on the bottom. So they, it's like the five of them yeah. that Joe just listed on stage, and it's called Legends Theater. That's the yeah, name of this poster. That's the poster of it. Yeah. Then you have Beethoven that's in the crowd. Okay. Which I thought was funny because he was just so far out there. Like it's weird. But he's a rock star in his own. Right, like mm-hmm. people would show up, and that's their concerts, even though it was delicate music. For sure. And then uh, we had Janis Joplin. Do you think Beethoven had groupies? He probably did. Mm. Like I don't know. You know, I he wish, was getting all of that. I wish I was around in those days for the Beethoven Just, groupies. Well, like <laughs> you would have been one of them. I don't know what like <laughs> did they have meet and greets and shit, and did they have like. Did, Autograph signing, you know I, what I'm saying? I doubt that it was anywhere near. No, but we could have started that. I don't we think fair. I don't think people were into fangirling back no, then. But we got Janis Joplin, and then we have Bob Marley in the audience at like tables. And, uh, speaking so I don't know. of Bob Marley, hold it now. That has nothing to do with Bob Marley, like, like, but it's another song. That is 
Hold It Now, Hit It. Yeah. It's a great song. Okay. It's got these brief interludes where it will pop back in with Hold It Now, Hit It, and then go on to the next verse. Hold Are you familiar with that it. one? I'm not sure I am. Mm. There will be a lot of stuff I'm not familiar with. <laughs> it's uh, it's great. We're going to skip over that one. Buckle up. And we're going to go to, but I love the intro to it. Here we go. One more. Thank you. Yeah. It's got some good, yeah. Uh, Thank you for humoring me on that one. I'm trying to make sure that this doesn't get too loud sounds for good. people. Good. Uh, I have a guy that um, I would consider a, a buddy that comes into the bar at work. His name is Kassan. And he will come in. He'll sing like Prince and some other good stuff. And he's a good singer. Uh, but he will come in and I don't know how it first happened, but a long time ago he came in and asked me to sing this, this song that I'm about to play. Um, or I think he inquired about it and he didn't really know that I knew all the words to it, Ah. which, and it's one of those that I've just, I've known since, like I said, middle school or high school. So I'll, so I'll never not know the words. This it's it's not a deep cut. Okay. Um, it's a, and I mean it's a big enough hit that it's carried on karaoke okay, platforms okay. and all that. But uh, it's here, here one it of those is that uh, he must have seemed surprised. He's like, "Shit, you know it?" Like, yeah, shit, okay. yeah. <laughs> and uh, now whenever he comes in, it's one of our go-to songs. And it's interesting because the song is clearly as it is the Beastie Boys, and there's three of them. It's three people, but we split it up between the two of us, ah. which it would be great. Whenever things get back to normal, I'm going to teach you <laughs> how to rap. I, I'm going to teach you how to rap. I'm going right, to teach Dr. you Trey. one of the uh, one of the the dude's verses, and we'll figure out who who you can be. Yeah, maybe maybe you can be Mike D or something. Or some, yeah, yeah. But anyway, here it is. Now here's a little story I got to tell about three bad brothers you know so well. It started way back in history with that rap. and me, Mike D. Paul Revere, man. Got that reverse bass in there. I'm yeah. sure there, there's got to be another uh, another term for that, but I just call it like a reverse bass. Yeah, they're kind it's of awesome. And another, and another. Uh, I guess I'll I'll get to that here in a second. But yeah, he and I will will burn through this song and nail it every time. <laughs> it's super nice. cool. Yeah. So I I first of all, I hope that the bar opens again someday, and that when it does, that we're able to do that song. Beastie Boys night, like yeah, <laughs> that would be hilarious. It's gonna be it's yes. gonna, that, that would be so much fun. Hip hop hey, night. Um, speaking of uh, Run DMC. Uh, yeah. Oh, well, and they, they, they say in the in the book and in Beastie Boys story that that's pretty much just who they wanted to be. And, <laughs> yeah. and then they ended up touring with them. Yeah. It's like, all right, they're close enough. Oh, man. Hey, you ready for something? Let's do it. Yeah. Tell me if you know this. That's more Led Zeppelin. Okay. You remember that group you were talking about yeah. earlier? Yeah. yeah. Three girls. Oh yeah. What's their name? Oh yeah, she's craft. Yeah, that's right. And that's the she's song. Crafty. Yeah. Well, this 
They all call her loose, yeah. Joe. Loose, Lucy. Yeah, sometimes... Uh, so do, do they... Does She's Crafty, which is a tribute band to the Beastie Boys, yes. do they sing other stuff besides Beastie Boys? No. No, I... Okay. Strictly, I have the... You know, I'll send you... I have the... Uh, I wonder if they've list. met them. I don't know. I don't think... They, they're from Chicago. Okay. So I don't know if they've that would met be pretty cool. or seen... Um, but I have their set list and work that I should take a picture, and it has pretty much every hit you can imagine. Yeah, but they played this one. I mean, they have to play that. Yeah. Right? Like, it's the name of their band. It's it's one of the fucking songs. She's crafty. I'm not playing you everything from License to Ill. Oh, great. The word, word, so we've, we've got we've to move along. The next album, Joe. Move along. Do you do you do you remember what it was? No. Okay. It was Paul's Boutique. Okay. Um, So they were saying the joke is that this one was not as strong or as well liked, right? So the yeah, the issue was that License to Ill blew up. Like it was a it was a huge deal, but they kind of felt like it was a huge deal for some of the wrong reasons. They had a lot of the tracks that they came up with were kind of messed with mm. by the by the producer, but it made it it made it better as far as listening. Now, some of the original stuff on there was there. I think that they're still really proud of, but the issue that they had with it was that it kind of made them look like a frat party group. Yeah. I was going to say band, but it, like it, it kind of that was their issue with it. And then the tour, you know, burned them out big time. Yeah. And so they wanted to be making music, which is I, they were making music before License Dill even started, but they were over License Dill. Uh-huh. And so they wanted to move on and make the music that they wanted, make it their own way. They no longer had anybody else calling the shots for them. And that's where Paul's Boutique Boom. comes in. Yeah. Here's, I have two songs from Paul's Boutique. Uh-huh. Let's see if you know this one. Recognize that? Uh, I don't think I've really heard that one. All right, that's yeah. Shake Your Rump. Shake. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, yeah. I just picked a, a random one. Relatively yeah. relatively popular well, as far as that album is concerned. It matters where you are in the song. Too. And now, here's what's, here's what's cool about Paul's Boutique is because that is the first one. This is a song called Eggman, and this is where you start to hear some of their funkiness come out. come from something else. Yeah. And so it's them kind of experimenting together and coming up with a, a different sound. And yet, still rapping. Yeah. You hear that guitar, though? Mm-hmm. But they kind of, like in the documentary, they were like, let's take this part of the song, kind of songs we like, buy the rights to it. And use a snippet here. Use a snippet yeah. here, and like jumble yep. it all up. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah. So they, you're talking about sampling. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. yeah. So they they, they 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 do that constantly. Yeah. Uh, which makes it adds an element to the songs, which is really cool. And it made me wonder 
early on, like if they had to clear that stuff, yeah, you know, or, or if it was it. just, yeah, did yeah. they did they pay royalties for these things early on? I'm sure that they did later yeah. on because their their last album uh, would have been 2004, I think. Yeah, uh, and there's there's lots of uh, samples in that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that'd be kind of interesting to see how they they just made it work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. Uh, so then the next album is going to be Check Your Head. Check Your Head. And still got some funk. Still got the still got the Beasties rapping. Here's what we're uh, kicking it off with. That one, ended, yeah. You know it. Oh yeah. What's the name, Joe? Uh, check it out or whatever. No, so what close. You, what you, what yeah, you there it yeah, is. That's right. There I'm it like, is. Eh. There's no snippets. Yeah. For anybody that's wondering, I'm dancing. There you go. On a couch. Couch. Couch shifting. Do I got you hooked yet? Uh, it's pretty are, good. Are yeah. you are you ready to crank this up on your kayak tomorrow? Probably. Nice. Yeah. You should take you should take like a Bluetooth. You have your own kayak, right? I, yeah. yeah, you yeah. Sh- uh, is it now a kayak? Is that what you is that the one where you're kind of tucked into? If you want to, or or can you? Do you have like room around you where you could set shit in the boat? I could. Uh, assuming I don't capsize, and we well, we don't have any like fucking rapids around here, no, or anything, but right? I also still don't want to like bring. I don't know. Mm. My phone seems. I I don't know. I just always get worried around water mm-hmm. and stuff. You know, I'm like ah oh, well, because you're a mogwai. Well, it's just like <laughs> I like my phone. I don't want to deal with not having my phone. Yeah, if it happens to like get wet or fall, like so you won't take it. I'll probably leave it in the car. Hmm. And just bring here's so here's what you do. Bring a drink. You get one of these. As someone a, a replacement phone. Uh, uh, just yeah, just like a like an take, old phone. Take and, the precautions. And yeah, and make sure because it, with spot. Do you have Spotify? You pay for I, Spotify. Yeah, I do. Pay okay. For, yeah. So Spotify has a function where you can download. Yeah. Songs that you. I mean, you could download everything if you had had enough room on your phone. But that way, if you're ever out of range or if you don't have any signal. You, you download it on play. your Wi-Fi, and you can you can play it that way. However, play. if you do capsize, you're going to lose your spare phone, yep. and you will lose your speaker. My speaker floats. <gasps> it's weird. See, the, it's perfect. It's perfect. The JBL uh, speaker that I have. Yeah. Um, I've looked it up on YouTube. I looked up where people bought it, and they took the fucking thing apart. Okay. So you can see it. And I'm like, well, I'm not doing that. Uh, right. But at least you well, they did this, it for you. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm like. <laughs> well, perfect. You get to learn about it um, when when it's like, oh, I didn't know that's how it's assembled. You know, so yeah, I thought the speaker was like a little bit more 360 than what it was, but it's okay. not. Um, so you have to like wherever the label is. That's there's two big speakers that are coming out. But they say like, look, you can throw this in the pool and watch. And I'm like, I don't huh. want to do that's, that. That's the JBL. Yeah. Nice. I don't want to do that, but like they said that you totally could, and they said, "Look here, boom," and it still plays. Does it have like a? Does it have like a thing for? Um, 
uh, something on it where you could, I don't, I don't know what I'm trying to say here, where you could like wrap a string or something around a, a part of it. So if it was to fall out and it, that way it wouldn't be floating oh, yeah. away behind you. you or could. I mean, there's no clip on it, but you could fake it. I don't know, but well, it, it's a good speaker. This is also from check your head. Here we go. And this is what I think you should start your kayaking adventure by playing. You ready? And your dad's going to be like, What's what? <laughs> Groovy. Yeah. See, this is that chill, yeah. chill kayak music. Doo, 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 doo. This is Groove Homes. Feels like we're in the swamp. You know, <laughs> <It does>. like... <laughs> It feels like we're in the swamp. Well, like it's kind of that, like uh, Zydeco, you know. Someday we'll find it. The rainbow <laughs> connection. Where are you headed? Oh yeah. Hollywood. Where's this? Back the way you came, motherfucker. <laughs> Wait, what? I don't remember that part oh, of the Muppet movie. No, that was like that was on. Uh, <laughs> that was on fucking Family Guy. Oh, where okay. like it shows Peter, and then like it shows Kermit playing the banjo. Okay. Hey, we're looking for this. Where? And he gets a shotgun. He's like, back the way you came, mother. Bleep. <laughs> oh shit. Uh, admittedly, I haven't seen a lot of Family Guy. Yeah. I've seen stuff here and there, but I've High seen school. I've seen more Simpsons than Family Guy. You know, I'm, I might be half and half. I don't know. Yeah. Because I grew up with Simpsons, and then early, like high school was back when Family Guy came out. So high school into college was where it was more in your face. Okay. Because that's what Family Guy, Family Guy's more in your face. Yeah. Comedy. Um, and Simpsons has more like uh, kind of in the background mm-hmm. and kind of, did you really, did you get what they said? <laughs> kind of like, you know. You got you to gotta be quick on some of that yeah. stuff. <laughs> I have a feeling I know a lot of people that would watch shows like that, shows like Rick and Morty. And they would a lot of would just go over their head. Yeah. Welcome back to our podcast where we are talking exclusively about Beastie Boys. Nothing important. (laughs) Nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we didn't go anywhere, so I don't know why I said welcome back. Anyway, this is just chill tunes, man. That's right. And that's what I love about the Paul's Boutique and Check Your Head. They they introduce some more of this in with the stuff that you're used to them doing besides i mean there there was no more uh, there was really nothing else like fight for your right to party right uh that was kind of kind of a one off on the on the first album mm-hmm. but this is just good shit yeah it's a uh, it feels like i'm at like a saturday festival in a park or something like mm-hmm. that just like hey how's it going johnson's good to see you how the kid and now we're on to what might be the best one, ill communication. Ill communication. Mm-hmm. Let's get down to this. I think you were over when I was playing this cassette. Yeah. yeah. We were planning for trivia or something. I'll make you a mixtape, Joe. Yeah, that'd be cool. Only from LimeWire. <laughs> Those days. Do you remember doing that? Yeah. You'd I, hook yeah. up, hook up like an old stereo to your to your PC and just play stuff that you downloaded on LimeWire or Napster yeah. or whatever, and just record it direct. I don't. I, I know that you were a handful of years behind me. Yeah. But uh, not that I ever broke the law. 
downloading <laughs> music. This is all hypothetical if the FCC is listening. We had, I, I would yeah. never do. No. I mean, this is all stuff that I saw on TV. Yeah. You wouldn't mm-hmm. download a car. <laughs> you would, <laughs> would you? You remember Weird Al's uh, Don't Download the Song? The most downloaded song. That's Even <laughs> Lars Ulrich knows it's wrong. <laughs> Everyone knows it's wrong. Don't download. That's funny. He knows. How, um, how will I... What? What is the line? How will I uh, afford another diamond-studded swimming pool? It, oh. These things don't grow on trees? No. <laughs> <laughs> I think every podcast we he's, do he's uh, okay. comes back to Weird, Weird Al. Um, I mean, he'd be happy to know that, right? Yeah, he. let's call him. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> uh, hello? What's up? <laughs> Weird Al here. Uh, what was I going to say? Yeah. Uh, ah, shoot, I was just going to say, I don't know what I was going to say. I'll pause the oh, music. Oh, yeah, we so. had... Uh, LimeWire, yeah. so I had that for a while. See, I, I remember having the OG Napster. And then I switched over to Napster. Um, oh, like when, the later Napster. When it was paid Napster. Oh, that's lame. Because I, I wasn't like, I don't know. I how, was did, in, how did that even work? That was all in middle school. Because yeah. like, Napster was completely free. And then Lars came out from Metallica right. and was like, fuck you. Which, mm-hmm. I mean, it's his livelihood. I get it. And they made ninety nine cents a song. Who was the dude that owned Napster? What was his name? Rick. I don't know. No, <laughs> he had a real name. Thomas. Rick is not um, a real name. Um, but anyway, he went on. I yeah, remember I him going on some internet. He went on some award show or something like that, but was wearing a Metallica shirt. Uh-oh. Uh oh. <laughs> like a little bitch. Uh-oh. Uh It was it was strange. Guy I, who owns. He was like think like Tom from MySpace or Zuckerberg from Facebook. He it's has kind of a, a he has a name like like Mark or Tom. Sean Parker. Sean Parker uh, found massive success at an incredibly young age at nineteen. He co-founded Napster. Uh, the life of Sean Parker. Yeah, co-founder. So I don't know who the other dude. Why is. does that name not sound right? Sean Parker. The guy who made Napster, uh, FBI, I don't know, Sean Fanning. Hmm. Um, Maybe it was Sean Parker. Maybe yeah. I'm just getting him confused with the other the other dudes that I was just mentioning. Yeah, um, that's, that's the only possible. name that's coming up. Maybe he was the more popular of the two, like uh, Jobs and Wozniak. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> it's like Jobs is obviously the more famous guy. <laughs> I remember that I remember downloading songs and it would take fucking forever yeah. <laughs> to download a song on a phone line. We had dialogue. And then like stuff started getting um uh, like I don't know if it was a weird encrypted thing, but you would be downloading a song and think you're getting it, but you would hear part of it and then you would hear this like like uh, download the wrong thing. Yeah. Yeah, and it was just like fucked. Uh, that was super yeah. annoying and um, a waste of my time. I had LimeWire back when it was, you know. I remember LimeWire. Illegal yeah. or whatever. So I was like. It was illegal? Illegal. For, yeah, illegal. <laughs> I'm just giving you shit. It was illegal. Uh, <laughs> so I had LimeWire like late middle school, early high school. And then I did. I just kind of, Napster got onto my radar. Yeah. And uh, that was when, like, I never, I, I never had the chance to see Napster back when it was like free. Okay, it, you know, because yeah. that's how it started. 
Uh, so then I really got into Napster with paying. Like I used to get the cards. Yeah, where yeah. It was ninety nine cents a song, and that's when I started. You know, like you so could basic, listen. basically like what iTunes is now. Uh, yeah, ninety nine to a buck twenty nine. Yeah, so uh, it makes me it makes me feel sorry for the artists where all of their songs are only ninety nine cents when they could have been. They could have been a buck twenty nine. Be living the dream. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, that was kind of where I really started getting into. Like, what's my taste? What am I into right now? Um, and thank God for that 30-second play. Yeah. Because you can kind of just like, oh, yeah, that yeah, yeah that song. That's song. You know, and then mm-hmm. all, all my fucking money went to, like, Napster for a while. My mm-hmm. burning CDs. Like, I got my parents to buy me a CD burner. Nice. To, you know, because it, it's an old desktop that yeah. you know and it worked and yeah. so i was just like any other teenager wasn't that, that was, wasn't that the coolest shit and when you po- could just yeah. make your own cds your own mix and then it popped out and then you could mm-hmm. kind of see it recorded yep and then you're like dude i got the right but dude and you had like you would go to target and buy a big ass package of cds yeah and then you would buy just the cases mm-hmm. that were all like color like oh there's orange and blue ones and like yeah there's like 500 of those and then you're like, I don't even know what the fuck I'm going to burn, <laughs> you know? Everything. Yeah. The answer is everything. So, I don't know. Those those were the days, and those kind of, I don't know, you still see CDRs and stuff mm-hmm. like that, but you don't see tapes. Yeah, I... You don't see... Uh, you do in my house. Well, yeah, but not at, like, Target or, like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? True. Just like Tapes are somewhat making a comeback, but it's going gonna, it's gonna to take a lot more effort to bring it all the way back That'd because cool. they've... Records... Records went away for a while, yeah, but but not as long as tapes have been away, and the the love for records is still there, probably because it's just it's more it's more tangible, yeah. Uh, it, you know, you you're holding the music in your hand. Not that you're you're not with cassette tapes, but it's a whole separate feeling. You know, when you have the record with the grooves in it, and it has this like deep yeah. sound. To it, and I, a lot of people say that it sounds better on the record. Yeah, I would say maybe original stuff. It does. I I don't know. It's it's weird to think about it. Obviously, if they're repressing records, it's not like it sounds better than a CD or a FLAC file or yeah. or something like that. But it but it does have this feeling to it when you play it that way and. That's great until it gets dust in the groove, yeah. <laughs> and then it starts. Skipping. God damn it! I was at my uh, my uncle Dennis's house uh, in Des Moines a few days ago, and I was there for the first time like two years ago. He he remarried this uh, lady named Christy. She's super sweet, and down in their basement, Dennis has this record player, and I've been into record players for a long time, so he wanted to show it to me. But it wasn't working. It was doing this thing that a lot of record players do where you drop the needle down and it just slides to the end of the record. Yeah. And so the needle's fucked. Uh. So I told him then, two years ago, that I would look into getting, uh, figuring out what type of needle that it needed. So I went online, I found it, blah, blah, blah. But then I had it at my house for like a year. Uh. Then we had a member of the family that was getting married, and I found out that Dennis and Christy were going to be there. Ah. So I'm like, I don't know when I'm getting back to your house. So here's this needle, and y- this should work in your in your player. And so another year goes by, if not more, and we meet there this past week <laughs> okay. because we had we had family visiting. 
And uh, I I asked if they had ever gotten it done, and they said no, we haven't. And I said, well, I'm here. I'll yeah. I'll just go down and do it. So we messed with it a while. It didn't work right away, but I I it's not every day that I'm replacing needles that I've never right. worked with right. before. Sm- but we, but but I but I got it going. We we he had on uh, Van Halen's Driver Down, I think was the album that he had on there. And so I, I dropped the needle down one last time, just making sure it was right. It started playing. And I got to see like my uncle's face just kind of like light up because these were his old records. It and, and it was a new record player to him. It was okay. it was given to him by by a neighbor. And it's just been sitting down in his billiards room for, I don't know, like five years or something like that. Wow. And and he finally got to hear it. it and I was able to do that for him it just it it made me feel really good to see that i I, that i did something like that for him which is relatively small but 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 to see his face light up like that it was it was really cool man like trying to that's small work right there i don't know it's like a pain in the ass and then so then we moved on to uh we we took out driver down and he had surprisingly I wouldn't have known this until going through his records, but he had like Prince in there. Oh. And I was like, dude, you have Purple Rain? He was like, of course I do. And I'm like, oh, what? I didn't know that. <laughs> like, I had no idea that you liked And he had Huey Lewis in the news, Sports. Oh, oh God. Sports? Yeah. yeah. Sports. And it's like one of my favorite albums. Oh, okay. It's like, wow. Yeah. Weird. They're, yeah. Joe, their album Sports has nothing to do with sports. sports. Okay. I had no idea. I didn't know if he, <laughs> you're more into music than I am. I don't know. Uh, uh, I'm going to bring it back. But. What's that? Uh, vinyls, like we're talking about CDs and vinyls. It's yeah. kind of like uh, if there's an album that looks cool, like yeah. visually, that's the that's the upside to vinyls. Is mm-hmm. that you buy a CD, you got the booklet, you have the big artwork. The art's only on the so vinyl. big, yeah. but then the vinyl you fold out and you're like, holy yeah. shit! And so yeah, so yeah, it looks pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's some classic album covers. That and that's why they make the 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 frames for album covers, just so you could put display that as your art. Yeah, right there, weird out. Yeah, yeah. You can move a little closer. I instructed Joe to move his mic back a little bit. Yeah, we're still. This is the first time, like, other than I'm trying to. I'm trying to watch the peaks here, and it's. uh, I never know. We we get loud and then we get quiet. We had and then we move in close for the uh, for the ASMR (laughs) portion of our episode. And you are lucky because we are done eating at this point. <laughs> Lip smackers. So. There you go. Um, yeah, we had the blue mics and we could only hear ourselves through right. the blue mics. Right. But this is uh, new for me because I can hear everything, which is cool. It's like a real, I don't know, radio station. Do you like those headphones? Yeah. I like them. I mean, I wish mine worked, but mm-hmm. uh, I'm totally cool with buying a corded head cool set. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Do you recall... The when, most famous reindeer of all. <laughs> <laughs> but do you recall oh. <laughs> the most famous beastie of all? Mike D. I don't know. Well, it, <laughs> it is funny in <laughs> interviews uh, because MCA is no longer with us, but so it's Ad Rock and Mike D on on all of the like what we saw on there, Jimmy Fallon and, and yeah. whatnot, and it's it's funny, but I'm sure annoying. 
to him that whenever he goes out somewhere, people will recognize him. But they're like, yo, Mike D. It's like, <laughs> no, nope. like, uh-huh. <laughs> wrong one. <laughs> the but, other guy. <laughs> but everybody knows Mike D. Like, oh, man. Uh, do you recall, not reindeer, <laughs> but do you recall being at my house and I showed you a video to this song? What was the video? Oh, yeah, yeah, that was your video. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah, your video, yeah. Great song. Let's hear it. Yes, that was a fun one. Great tune. There's a video out there of them doing this on Letterman. Oh, I gotta turn it up. Yeah. It's great because you see fucking Paul Schaefer yeah. just like hanging out by by the keyboards, just watching uh, watching Adam just scream. This. Just like, oh my god. You got to know what you're doing with that. Yeah. That's the impressive part, you know? Yeah. It's like, good God. If you're doing that every night. So when I was in college, this is what I was talking to Joe about. Uh, He came over and I I had mentioned in the past, after we had watched Beastie Boys Story, that um, back in college, some friends and myself made a video to sabotage. And this is one of the few videos that it wasn't my idea. I was brought into it separately. So my buddy Eli and Matt, I think it I think it was for Eli's class. He basically made a remake of the sabotage video that yeah. the Beastie Boys did. So we all had fake mustaches on like and it wasn't even like when you got in close, it wasn't even believable. We drew them on. Like we didn't actually go and get Legit must. I mean, they look thick, and yeah. from a distance, it looked like we had a mustache. Uh, and we're running around Iowa City, so near the University of Iowa, and, and like at some point, we got on top of the buildings in downtown <laughs> Iowa City, like near the old Capitol. Yeah, we were doing that, and the in the in the Beastie Boys video, they're kind of beaten up on this. On this dude in our video, we're beaten up on um, Kermit the Frog. Yeah, that was a funny. <laughs> it was pretty. But it, shot for shot. Yeah, I guess. but yeah. It, but it's great because uh, they just they asked me to be in it because we were um, we were in a, a, a group together and uh, the final product turned out great. And then he ended up giving me the video ah. in addition to the bloopers, yeah, which the you saw. Were funny. And, like, <laughs> uh, and I hadn't seen that for maybe 15 years. Yeah. That was it's really crazy. funny. It, it was definitely the, the, it parodied the, uh, the actual video. Yeah. Uh, but that like, man, I wish we should like shoot something goofy with our friends now. Like I get there's Corona going on, but like, just to take a weekend where we can pick a song and right. just fucking I think the last thing that something. I the last thing that I ever did like that was when some friends in our group of friends went out to New York City. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't like a music video or anything like that. We weren't lip syncing to anything. I just kind of followed everything that we were doing there and took bits and pieces and I put 
music over it so it kind of played out like a documentary yeah when you watch it back you're more like in tune with that because like i wish i was a little more like i don't know what to film but like you somehow accumulate instead of photos you do video yeah and yeah. even if you're not editing it it's fun to look back and be like oh yeah I and you took the time what you've done is over time you have filmed a lot mm-hmm. of us friends at karaoke nights no matter where it's at mm-hmm. and then you're like i ah, just piece this together and then they're, oh dude i remember that night yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. And it ends up being like 25 minutes yeah. of just like 30 second <laughs> clips or yeah that's something. the fun part yeah and it so, was cool uh stuff like that is fun and you know you get very candid responses and they don't know the camera's there so mm-hmm. you kind of you get it but like it would just be fun to kind of get our friends together and just do something fucking goofy mm-hmm. like guys we're gonna make a sketch we're gonna do i don't know it'll take an afternoon at mm-hmm. least or maybe mm-hmm. and you know and just do something fun and i don't know it would be it's just i get the time involved and everything. yeah there's a lot of time involved and i it, i don't know how to explain it i wouldn't say that i necessarily grew out of doing stuff like that it just you have more time when you're yeah more more time and it's like you know the whole like lip syncing to a video is different it would be fun to actually have and i don't know under what circumstance this would ever potentially happen but it would be fun to have our own like original material yeah and make a video of that with music that we could actually come up with now I currently don't have any musical ability, so I don't know how to, I mean, I can sing, but I'm singing other people's stuff, stuff, or I'm rapping other people's stuff. I I just don't have, I don't know. I don't have anything. I don't have anything to offer. We got friends that can play. (laughs) We do. Piano, violin, accordion. That's true. I guess. Uh, Sam used to play the drums. So maybe we could get him back on that. I'm I'm trying to learn the drums. Paul's yeah. been working on guitar. Ah. Uh, we can we can tackle some vocals from that, time to time. That'd work. Then we'll get the ladies from She's Crafty yeah. to come and, and lay down some tracks. Boom. Then yeah. we got it. And we'll be like, we can't pay you. Sorry, but thanks for coming from Chicago. <laughs> Sorry about that. Thanks for driving six hours. This wait, we've we've been talking too much. Uh, uh. This is <laughs> this is from Ill Communication as well. This is Futterman's rule. Time is running and passing and passing and running and running and passing. So you all better get right at this time, cause it might be no next time, y'all. little more funk yeah i like it i like it it's great they've got a whole oh i've i've got it in here but they've got they've got a whole album uh called the mix-up that's pretty much just all instrumental oh that'd be fun yeah and it's perfect to work to yeah it's hard for me to work when there's words that i pay attention to but if but if i know there's nothing like that it's I, I would imagine it's similar to people that that work well to classical music. Yeah, where it's but just that's a yeah. little too boring for me yeah. sometimes. Mm. I don't know. I wonder if Mozart had a good voice, like you know. One. <laughs> well, like he could. Pl- I don't know. Like that's is the there thing. Any, is there any record? I don't know. I mean, he, the dude can play. The dude can play, but how come right. they never did any? Oh, 
or like background classical, like a little bit of vocals. Well, are there are there any actual? And this is a legitimate question that I do not know the answer to. Are there any actual recordings of him playing, or I, is it just people playing his, his music. music? True, I have no idea. See, because I don't. How would you there know? have been any? What are they recording on? You know <laughs> exactly. Did they have these uh, third-rate Sure microphones I think that they were did. rocking? They could have. Okay. I mean, let's see how far Sure goes back. And <laughs> we were talking earlier. You remember Hello Nasty? Yeah, I pretty well. So. Well, guess what this is. You will do this four times with the left, four with the right, then eight times with both, then repeat. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, man. Yeah. I remember that. So this yeah. is before Fat Boy Slim got his hands on it. Oh yeah. So okay. this is the original body moving. Body. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've heard the Fat Boy Slim one. I'm sure that you have. have I? All right. Oh boy. But this wasn't on my list, well, so I have to deal. find it. I really know Fatboy Slim from like Kiss 107.5 growing up. Okay. And being at the pool and then like I only know the hits of Fatboy Slim. I've never like okay. explored. Okay, no, that's fair. You know. Here's the thing. I'm going to I'm gonna play this. There's like two okay. songs that are famous from Fatboy Slim. <laughs> well, this is one of them. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Are you ready? Yeah. And you, after about three seconds, you're uh, going to say, I'll, I remember I'm, this. I probably, yeah, All that's right. how I am. Here it goes. Oh, and then he kind of took it. Yeah, he fat boy slimmed it. Go to like the middle of the song. I can't say that I remember this. Oh my god. It sounds With a little bit of start the promotion a little bit. If you, if you legitimately don't remember that? Not that. That's crazy. But, but I mean, a little bit but, of start. but there is there is a seven year difference between yeah, us. So there, maybe there's a little bit of start the commotion in there. Mm-hmm. Don't do it to start the commotion. Mm-hmm. I don't know who sang that one, I guess. Uh, I, I believe it was your mom. OK, she did well. She did well. <laughs> She's doing well for herself. <laughs> uh, I had another one. I had. Uh, well, I can I can play it quick. Sneaking out of the hospital. Sneaking out the hospital. This is this is just to show you how different things can be on one album. Oh, sure. This is another track off of Hello Nasty. Different sounds and stuff. Do I got you reeled in yet? Well, yeah. Okay. It's just fun to hear. I'll listen to a song and kind of like, you know, like, oh, that's cool. It depends. Uh how much I'm into it, but it's nice that you know background and you know some more. Uh, it helps me appreciate it more, you know? Mm-hmm. When you're like, oh, this, fun fact, this. That's awesome. Or like, on this album, you can hear this in the very, you know, like, oh, okay. So admittedly, and I believe I said this earlier, I did not listen to to the Five Burrows a lot when it came out. I, I knew the hits, and uh, this was obviously one of them. What, you, what are you saying? When you check these TV addicts, in the fucking house, Ooh, bad words. <laughs> <laughs> I 
So I made a legit playlist out of all of these songs that I'm playing for you. So if anybody out there listening wants to hear it, go to Spotify. Are you public on Spotify? I am. There we go. And look up Opposite Beastie. Opposite Beastie. Let me do it. Yep. So Opposite as in, you know, Uh, this podcast. Uh And then Beastie. And this has all the songs that I'm playing for you. I've been listening to this album almost nonstop for like three weeks. Oh, yeah? Huh. And, well, there's so much to it. I, You know me with music. If I'm of, if I'm able to memorize it, the songs I, of Beast I, and I, Boys. I, I want to. What's no? that? I'm trying to find it and it's not popping up. Oh, it may take a it may take a minute for it to load up on Spotify. Opposite Beastie. Yeah. But they're all. But I don't even know. It's not I'm coming searching. up. I'm not even sure what I'm searching. I'm gonna. I'll help you. All right. We'll find send it. Send it to whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um. You know what? I think it's weird. Is I'll like, put a link to it. Ah, How about that? There you go. That's cool. In yeah. the in the description of the episode. That's a good idea. We need to make a Facebook page. We need to do that. We'll and, do that. And a YouTube episode or some. Here's we'll the thing. There. We'll get there. I'm going to plan ahead, and I'm going to say by the time this episode airs, there's going to be an opposite of important Facebook page. Might as well. Right. Keep it going. By by the time, look it up right now. Yeah. I don't believe. That you need to pause the episode, just switch over to whatever app it is that, tap, uh, yeah, 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 and look up opposite of important. Boom, there we are. Yahtzee. Wait, I'm waiting for you to type. Nah. And there it is. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> you see it. You see it. Then you can see us. I don't know. Mm-hmm. At some point, then you mm-hmm. know you put a face with a name, a voice. Yeah, man. Um, what's bizarre to me, what, or like, I don't know. Uh, okay. Beastie Boys got big, you know. Super they got big. popular. Yeah, when man. They were sixteen. Whoa! Didn't mean to do that. And I didn't really know that, which is pretty cool that they were kind of. And their voices have seemed to stay, you know, pretty consistent. the The biggest difference was, I would say, from License to Ill to Paul's Boutique. Yeah. I mean, there's there's still some more changing in there, oh, sure. but but there's definitely a difference between, uh, especially like Mike D in in uh, Licensed Ale versus yeah. Paul's. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, this happens with every artist that, that like, I noticed anyway. They have a higher range when they're younger, of course, and when you're older, you can't hit the high notes as well. Mm-hmm. But for Beastie Boys, it seems pretty like. Um, pretty consistent that their voices like i get they were so young and now they're older yeah it sounds consistent but the weird part is uh uh i don't know like there's a lot of people that are into beastie boys yeah um the weird part is like i don't know nowadays if there was a group that's 16 years old that i'd be like dude you have to listen to these people. Like, that's the weird... Like, I can picture a guy in his 40s being like... Yeah. Listening to 16-year-olds and being like, these guys are right. hitting it. And now it's like, where is that Here's... Uh, I, I, you know? I will touch on this for a second. I find it difficult for me to listen to artists that are super young 
now that I'm older. Sure. But it's but it's interesting listening to someone like the Beastie Boys. They are, I'm going to say, approximately 15 years older than I am. Right. About that. Yeah. I think I think that they're in their 50s now. Yeah. And well, yeah, because in the early 80s, they would have been 16 and I would have been born. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, there you go. so they're probably yeah. 15 to 13 years older than me. Yeah. And I go back and listen to the stuff when they were young, but for some reason it doesn't, and, and it's really stupid that I think about it that way, but I'm okay listening to them when they were younger because they were younger before I was younger. Now, that doesn't yeah. mean that I won't listen to somebody. Like It's not like I'm out there going, well, I'm fucking 38, so I'm not going to listen to you if you're 25. Right, yeah. You, you know, it's, it's, it's not like that. Yeah. It's just like for real young uh, performers. I yeah. just, I can't, I don't know. True. I, I, I don't know. I, there's got to be a cutoff, right? I guess. There's got to be. And I mean, if a if a song is super popular, let's say there's a new, uh, what's her name? Uh, Carly, Carly Rae Jepsen so, or yeah. something like that. And, and there's a hit song that's on the radio. If it's on the radio, especially with the amount that I am I'm listening to music and especially weddings and stuff like that. If those ever start happening <laughs> again, yeah, yeah. you know, I hear all of these things. So I will learn check it. it yeah. And I'm mean, it being chat, 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 check it out. Yeah, I hear you. Go. And yeah. So so that's kind of where I'm at on that. But I am wondering at what point do I ever stop listening to new shit? And just focus on the old stuff because yeah. there's a lot of old stuff that I would love to dive into more, but I don't really have the yeah. time right now. There's, I'm hearing a, a weird clicking in I my headphones. There that is was weird. new stuff that it's like I switch it over to the radio stations around here are a little slower than like if you're in a bigger city. It's yeah. like uh, we go to Minneapolis and we flip it over to like their stations and yeah. they seem to have new stuff and like I've never heard this. And then by the time. Uh, we're driving home that radio station's out of reach and then Mm -hmm. it's back to like whatever the fuck it is you know yeah i had a buddy of mine that's like dude like uh we graduated high school and he went to the art institute up in minneapolis okay and then like my first year of college he was like that's like right downtown isn't it uh yeah i think i've been by there right next to university of minnesota Mm -hmm. so anyway he's like he calls me you know and he's like dude have you heard of this song by like this rapper and I'm like, what? He's like, yeah, it's called Lollipop. And you know, look, look like a lollipop. And mm-hmm. like, that came like uh, 2008, I want to say. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. He's like, dude, it's like all over the radio. I'm like, what? Do you, what? No. And then like maybe a, two weeks later, flip it on to the Iowa stations. And then I'm like, oh, weird. Mm-hmm. It's like how how does music move? You know, mm-hmm. like, it just takes a while to get to different areas, I guess. Or licensing, or if they're going to pay for it, I don't know. It's like, yeah, I. Uh, that's. I think it was, I think it was Minnesota, that it was a radio state. I could be getting the story wrong, but I think it was a radio station in Minnesota, even that somebody had traveled abroad, and they had heard the group Roxette uh-huh. back in the eighties, ah. and they brought it back. And played it on a radio station, I believe, in Minnesota. And that's how they kind of got big in America. Oh, boy. And one would say now they're not so big because that was 
30 years ago. True, true. But but still, it's it's just kind of kind of funny. It's it is weird. It's like I you know, I'm I'm driving back home and I'll find a station that's up in Minneapolis and I'm like, "God damn it, why can't we have a cool station like like they there was a hip hop station." Yeah. There was some cool rock stations that not like they're playing anything different, but it's a variety. Mm-hmm. And then you get back home and you're like, "Oh, all right, same shit." Yeah. <laughs> like, well, eventually, I do need to leave your house, so we need to move along. This is track uh, two, yeah. uh, off of "To the Five Burrows." This is Right Right Now Now, and I actually recently talked to our mutual friend Sam Yeah, because he said that this was the song that a buddy of his uh, either made him listen to or he was just along for the ride and and very much open to listening to it in car rides. Here we go. This is just, I, I really regret not listening to this album when it came out. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's great because I'm, I'm hearing it now and kind of revisiting, but there's always things like that where I kick myself for not doing something in the past. You know, yeah. I, I had the opportunity to see R.E.M. in concert, one of my favorite bands ever, yeah. and, I, and I skipped it. Ugh. Like, I just never did it. And you never know when they're going to be done, and yeah. lo and behold, 2011, they were done. But you got to meet someone. From the band. Oh, that's true. Which is cool. I did. Because at least you got that close. And I, then I, there was even like fucking like, I don't know, instrument. What do you call it? Uh, shit that you would roll out from get it. Into, oh, yeah. Their equipment. Their equipment. Yeah. Like there was yeah, one yeah. of the equipment boxes that said R.E.M. Yeah. So blah, 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 so you know? Peter Peter Buck of R.E.M. was in a band called Arthur Buck mm-hmm. uh, with it. It was Joseph, uh, Pe- Arthur. Joseph Arthur. Yes. Yeah. And so they did a thing at uh, sixth, seventh. seventh Street entry. Yeah, Seventh Street entry, um, off of uh, First Avenue. Yeah, because there's it's like a double club, and so yeah. this is the much smaller room there. Right. And uh, got to meet him after the show, and it was super cool. It's like, oh my god! And um, that I, band I, was just. It was huge. It was a good show. Uh, yeah, or like at least REM was huge. You know. Oh, oh yeah, and yeah, yeah. You, you, REM was very. And huge. then here's uh, a member of REM. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, you know? that was, was like, that was incredibly cool. And then at one point, I sent a. This is our portion of the episode where we talk about REM and not Beastie Boys, <laughs> apparently. But I I had sent a letter because I was uh, I was going through. Uh, some stuff, and I had I had started sending some letters places, and so I ended up sending a a, a nice, well, I guess I would consider it nice. Maybe they hated it. I <laughs> sent a, a nice letter to the people that run REMHQ, so yeah. the the ones that handle all of their um all of their old merchandise. They they handle the the Twitter account. They handle the Instagram where they show a bunch of old pictures and old merchandise posters and all of that stuff and i i have ordered things from them new t-shirts and sweatshirts and 
whenever there's a uh, they've been doing a lot of anniversary re-releases of vinyl and things like that. So I've purchased some of that through them. And I just I was sitting downstairs one time and I'm like, hey, uh, there's a P.O. box. Ah. So I will send them a letter. And so I just wrote in there, you know, how cool I thought it was that they were keeping up on all of this stuff and not letting the band just fade away. Yeah. And for any for any fans that are out there, if they pay attention to these things, it's almost kind of like new news and they follow what the individual members of REM have been up to. If they happen to be uh, on an interview anywhere or something like that, they will give a link to that. And it's just really neat that they stay up on Mm -hmm. things like that for the fans of the band. So I sent that out. And then in the meantime, uh, my family, this is a long story. I don't know how to tell stories in a short way. I I had taken my family down to Florida and then we stopped in Athens on the way home, which is where they were formed and also the B-52s and whatever. So I went to like a record store that they used to go to. I met the owner there. It was it was a lot of fun. And I've since I don't know if I told you about this, but um, during quarantine, I talked to them and I said, hey, do you have any kind of and apparently they get this question a lot because they made a separate post Uh about it months later saying, hey, we always get this question. Do you have any unique REM stuff or whatever? But apparently I hit them up before uh, because they gave me first crack at this item. I got a signed Fables of the Reconstruction that's signed by everybody in the band. Oh, And shit. so I, I hit them up and I'm like, uh, hey, I'm, I'm so-and-so from Iowa. And I can't remember what I said, but... He, the dude was like, did you put a post on Instagram about us? Ah. And I, and I said, yeah, I did. And he was like, oh, rock on. Yeah, I, I, I remember seeing that and whatever. And so he sent me this picture of the record and it's got kind of signatures in each corner or whatever. And the, the cover itself, it's a little beat up, but I mean, it was carried along somewhere in order for people to sign it. Yeah. And he said, so I've got this. And I'm like, well, how much do you want for it? And he was like, I don't know, like 80 bucks. And I'm like, sold. Yeah, no shit. (laughs) A lot of times, like, it's like 400 or something, 100 Mm -hmm. bucks a signature. Mm -hmm. You're like, Jesus. I'm like, I don't even care. Pack it up right now. That's almost like. I will uh, send you that immediately. That's almost like getting a Beatles thing signed by all four. Yeah. Like, shit. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Take it. And then, hold on. There was something else that they sent you. Like a card or something yeah. like that? Oh, yeah. So that's where I that's where I was getting. Yeah. Uh, I See, we got sidetracked. <laughs> I don't know how to properly tell stories. I apologize. So we get back. And a couple weeks later, I, I mean, I had sent this, this letter like months earlier. Yeah. And I go to check the mail. And I had a postcard that had REM on the postcard. Oh. And it, you, when I flipped it over, the first thing that I saw was that it was a, a postcard that was exclusive to the fan club back in the day. And it's got all four members uh, on the postcard. Wow. It's kind of a unique... It, they always had kind of artsy-ish, unique poses that they would use on shirts or posters or anything like that. So yeah. the, 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 uh, in this particular one, Michael Stipe is front and center, but he's kind of out of focus. But the other three guys were further behind them and, and behind him rather and in focus. And so I flip it over. I see that it's from the fan club. And then I look down and it's signed by Mike Mills. I'm like, whoa. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so and he wrote he wrote me and said uh, that he was glad that uh, I, I I wish I had the the thing in front of me, but that he was happy that 
to hear that REM meant so much to me and and whatever. Like, and wow. and it was just, he just must pop in from time to time. And, and like, he Whoop. just he signed it and wow. and uh, sent it to me. So it yeah, was, yeah, it was very cool. I, I still haven't gotten a frame for it yet. You, I need to do that. You got like contact from two of the four. And, you yeah. Know, and like, wow, that's that's pretty cool. It's very cool. It's like, what's Michael Stipe up to these? Oh, days, my you know? goodness. Well, he's he's been making new music. He, uh, I think the, his lead, his, ugh, I don't even know how to talk. His latest single is No Time for Love, the, like now, mm-hmm. I, th- I think is what it is. And he's performed it on a few different talk shows mm, okay. and where he sent in a video and, and he recorded it, I would assume, at sure. his home because yeah. everybody's at their home. <laughs> I'm at your home, however. Uh-huh. Uh, anyway, thus concludes the uh, REM portion of our beastie boys episode right, i know right <laughs> <laughs> all right i've i know i've played this song for you uh it is one of my favorites on uh on to the five burrows yeah and it's got a pretty funny uh music video as well anyway here we are kicking lyrics right through your brain when you hear this sign you'll be right as rain all right if you, if you want to know the real deal about the three see that's interesting that that line that mca has there that he he's basically saying that they're not allowed to use beastie boys music in advertising Huh. So that was his his stance and one of the things that he said a long time ago before he passed away. But it's funny because he's I I I've never heard him say it, but he makes a lot of references to Star Trek. Yeah. And and it's but in three. It, correct. So yeah. but then they they used sabotage in the third one in in the uh, advertising one, yeah. for Star Trek. So and it was I in wondered, the movie. Yeah. 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 So I'm like, hmm, I wonder which which is a rare thing. Yeah. So it's it's cool that that's like that, Led that, Zeppelin. that was something that they were willing to do. Led Zeppelin was like they you want to use our they will most likely say no mm-hmm. to their stuff. And but they used it for School of Rock, right? They had. They had Jack Black fucking beg him. Yeah. Like, this is about rock. We need to have the Lords of Rock. Mm-hmm. And we want the independent, you know, the dumb ba dum bum ba dum ba ba dum bum And uh, mm-hmm. then uh, you're going to pay big money for that. And I'm sure they you know? did. Yeah. And uh, they just say And then no. the franchise made all that money back yeah. with the uh, the Broadway yeah. show. And I've heard, uh, like, from uh, what the Super Trooper guys, they have their own chewing it. Uh, Kevin and Steve. Yeah, uh, they've made movies and stuff before, and they said like, "Yeah, if you want an ACDC song, you're paying ten thousand mm-hmm. dollars for an ACDC." <laughs> like, Jesus Christ! Mm-hmm. Oh. But it is interesting to see what people do with their music and why they don't want. Like, I get political stuff they don't want, but like, you know, Garth Brooks, he's not on Spotify, he's not on YouTube. Yeah, he just he was in an interview. He's like, I met with people from YouTube, and he just said, "Well." What's in it for me? The artists yeah. don't get paid a whole lot on YouTube or Spotify. Yeah. Um, and then he said, what if I don't want to do it? What's my out? And they're like, well, I don't know. Mm-hmm. He's like, you're not giving me an option, so I'm not going to do it. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, that's good. Good for you. Like, protecting your shit, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
Boom. Well, we caught the end of it. Yeah, there you go. There <laughs> you, you go. Get, you get the gist. So this is from the mix-up. This is Electric Worm. Yeah. It's just one of them that I like to listen to off of that album. This is the all-instrumental album. Oh, yeah, nice. I mean, you will hear voices occasionally, but for the most part, instrumental. Yeah. Now, recently... You uh, were asking me about a music video you were wondering if I had seen. Oh, yeah. And that was this one. Yeah. There's two versions of that. Mm-hmm. And it took a while to get to it. Make some noise? Yeah. Because um, it starts out with them, like, actors playing them. Yeah. Which you kind of takes a second to catch on. Like, oh, that's Elijah Wood. Like, oh, mm-hmm. that's okay. Uh, and they're running out the door of fight for your right to part. So yeah. the, the video starts with that. So it, it then... basically it gives the illusion that the guys are leaving the apartment yeah. where that video takes place. So there's two cuts of that, and that's the funny part. Yeah. Was like there's so many celebrities in one, and they have one that's kind of just about the length of the song. Mm-hmm. And then there's another cut that like uh, – they're break dancing with Will Ferrell and like, yes. she, you know, like, they get out of a DeLorean and it's like, who the oh, it's Jack Black and Will Ferrell and the another guy and like John C. Riley or some shit. It was it was packed with yeah. cameos. Rashida Jones, Ted Danson, it, Ted Danson. Yeah, where were you? Oh, we're just uh, whose apartment? You know, it's we're just helping someone move. <laughs> like, whatever. It's like, like, God, I it was love it. Directed by Nathaniel. Hornblower. Hornblower. Just so you know. You get away with that. <laughs> well, Hornblower. He, he blew horns. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Hornblower. Yeah, that uh, that it. video is pretty great. I I wish that we had a video podcast. That, no, we couldn't show it. Yeah. They, we couldn't show it. And actually, any podcast in the future where we do uh, things with uh, any music, uh, we may not actually be able to have on YouTube. Yeah, they'll so, cut us down. There's that. Unless it's like us talking over it. And it's only like so long. I mean, I my wife says it's only so long. Hey, <laughs> see what I did there? Yeah. And right. but I mean, like long. Three minutes long. Wait, what? If you're walking, is long. <laughs> <laughs> so I I threw in this this song as well, and, and it's off of "To the Five Burrows" because it was not on the original release. It was on the uh, it was on the deluxe version that came out and i want to say 2011 i don't have the numbers in front of me uh i've made you listen to this in my car so you will recognize it and boom burr stick them well toby still want to be bionic you bet i saw the way you mopped up those guys if i could do that there wouldn't be a hidden town could make me listen to me Just love all the lyrics. Yeah, uh, <laughs> potato salad, potato sack. I'm just like, yeah. Put a whole potato salad right down your back. Yeah. Uh, so one of these days, you're gonna get a subwoofer in your trunk. Oh, uh, I, I I never thought it would be something that I did again, but if I have, 
the extra. Oh, here's the. Oh, we missed it. We missed it. I'll I'll turn it down. Uh, I would not mind getting like a 12 inch or something like that just in the back to pack more of a punch yeah. in in my Toyota. I don't think I'd put it in the van because yeah. we don't need that type Ooh. of. <laughs> we don't need that type of attention. But. Uh, yeah, I mean, I listen to a lot of music, and my speakers in the car that came standard can only do so much. Yeah. So that might be fun. I, I used to have two subs in the back of an old sporty uh, Altima. Yeah. Uh, Altima. I don't know why I said Altima. Altima. Mm-hmm. That was weird. There was, like, a car growing up. I don't. I wish I knew the make and model, but, like... Um, Dodge Viper. They knew what the fuck. Like, this was high school where... Mm-hmm. You know, kids matter. Like, they gave a shit about subs and stuff, you mm-hmm. know? Like anyone. Um, but there was, like, a car that was like, dude, what do you have in there? And they're like, it's a stock sub. Mm. And then they're like, that's stock? And everyone's like, what? It's Damn. like, there was a certain car that, like, somehow got it right with the sub. Yeah. I don't know what it was, but it was just like, damn, dude. that's It's like, yeah, I bought it this way. Nice. It's, it just came factory. I like, wish. Yeah. There we go. I love it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that's pretty rad. Uh, That one is one of my favorites on that album. And it blows my mind that it wasn't on the original release. Yeah, that's a good one. I mean, it has like a shitload of bass and then it cuts to like dialogue. When they mentioned some video games in there. Yeah. Uh, Ad Rock, uh, Robot- Robotron, Gorf, and Galaga. Yeah, they, they like, mentioned those. All, all of which I have had in our bar. That's right. So That's there right. you go. I like it. <laughs> so what do you think, man? Are you a uh, a converted now hardcore Beastie Boys? I, I have no fan? choice. Have you no really choice. don't. What what do you, Beast Heads? What do you call the fans? Beasties. Beasties? Oh, that makes yeah. sense. Beast yeah, there you go. Yeah. I, I don't know if that's legit or a not. thing? I don't know. I'm sure there's a... I bet if we search, there's probably a Beastie Boys podcast. Uh, there's got to be. So, I'm sure. Fuck but you I, But I feel like this episode was way better than anything they have to offer. That's right. With a t- dab of REM. <laughs> With a dab. <laughs> a little dollop. One thing that I'll never do. A dab. Dab, I'll never do it. Do a dollop for Daisy. I meant the thing with the arms. I was going to demonstrate it, but oh, that would mean oh. that I was doing it. Oh no! And I won't do it. Uh, you might have a TikTok app if you do this. I have a brother if you that dab, is. Uh, how old is he? Let's say he's thirteen now. Yeah, or maybe almost thirteen. It's about right. Uh, and about a year ago, he would be in my presence and for no reason just do a dab. And uh, I punched him in the face. Yeah. I didn't. God bless you. Gave him a shiner. (laughs) You gave him a shiner. I I believe I said... uh, Get the fuck away. I believe I said, that's not cool. Uh, Never do that in front of me again. That's a weird... I don't know. That's a weird distance to have. Well, remember when people were doing the thing with the... Flossing? uh, Yeah, flossing. Yeah. Yeah, I never did that either. Dabbing? Like, did you just sneeze? And I don't know if that means that I'm just not cool like maybe I'm just not hip enough to do it. I just never cared. True. Because whenever I saw somebody doing it, it looks stupid. And I have this thing that I try to do in my life. It's That's called not try not to look stupid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so That's right. there's that. Uh, well, I'm glad we that go. you're now a Beastie Boys fan. Beastie-fied. 
You need to. I, need to I, I would say maybe, maybe take like uh, ill communication and just start playing track one and go through the whole album, the whole discography. Sometime. I mean, yeah. you can start way at the beginning if yeah. you want to. Yeah. Uh, but I, I feel like that that's a pretty solid yeah. album to well, start with. And then and then if you're really into it, then you can you can back up, maybe hit up a little Paul's boutique. Yeah. Uh maybe when you're feeling, you know, you you got some stuff going on in the background, you're working at work, take your headphones in, listen to the mix up, yeah. just have that going in the background, just tune out life. Yeah. Um with most things, it's interesting because the first album's usually the one that's most popular takes off. Yeah. You know, and it's good. And most mm-hmm. people are like this is good. That's because you've had years and years and years of working on that before there's an album Mm -hmm. and then there's a deal where someone notices you and then they're like well you need to have a second album to follow up your first album Mm -hmm. and the second one usually takes a dip because you're not like comics right look at comedians their first album is usually pretty funny because they're new Mm -hmm. it's a different you're like oh that's a different topic i didn't think of that and then by the time their second album comes out it's usually not as good because they've had less time like a two-year span right. so like they've had their whole life to come up with the first album yeah and, sh- and make it really good yeah then that then you have two years to make up new shit and usually it's good but it's not as good right so that's kind of i can kind of see how that happens with musicians and artists what is the name of our first album um that's a good question. we'll get we'll get to our the band name later because first we need a band yeah that's true that's true mm. We'll start with the so, album. We'll so, what backwards. would what would what would the name of our first album be? Um, what do you think? <laughs> Probably what's popping. <laughs> I don't know. With an apostrophe and no G. Yeah, that's right. Is that right? What's popping? And then we'll have a picture of Melissa on there with the umbrella. <laughs> no, what's popping? That it's no. Oh, I I mean, it's great for an inside joke, yeah. but nobody knows what that means. No one knows that that's a she. Mary Poppins she was reference. Mary Poppins in a show, <laughs> but that was a long time ago. God, in a galaxy far, far away. No, we need something that appeals to everyone. Something that grabs the attention of everyone. So we need to figure out what's on our album cover and the name of the album. It's hmm. like us back to back and it says sup. I think what <laughs> it's like we're asking you <laughs> you are no longer in charge of our promotional artistic artistic yeah. <laughs> sup. I've I have now learned that you are not great at coming up. Sup. It's Here's, it takes action. You're reading it. Here's what I think you want to respond. Here's what I think that a a potential album cover could be. It could be the back of a kayak with a string tied to it that has a floating (laughs) JBL speaker (laughs) in the back. There you go. There it is. And um, sinking. And and yeah, sinking could work. Well, floating. 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 Yeah. No, all of these are terrible ideas. <laughs> We're the worst. This might be the longest episode we've ever done. I don't even know how long it's been. Gliding. We uh, we're gonna we're gonna wrap her up. Rip rap rippity do. Uh, so by the time this comes out, first of all, first of all, first and foremost, happy Independence Day, Joe. Yes, Independence Day tomorrow. Well, it's t- let's it's call it today. Today, let's call it today. Okay, because I'm of, independent every because day because of timing. I'm independent every. Let's day. call it. Today. Let's call it today. Mm-hmm. Let's uh, let's call it. Let's call it uh, today. Today. Wow. <laughs> <laughs>
That's Christopher Walken. I was going <laughs> to keep it going, uh, but I, I didn't know what to say, so then I just started laughing. Wow, look at this tune. Oh, wow. Wow. Uh, <laughs> we, need to, okay. we need to work on that. Yeah. I'm not even sure you could do like a Christopher Walken impression at a show and have that be relevant I don't anymore. Know. It, it, the best impressions are the ones you have to tell I people. I don't. No. Nah. <laughs> a guy. We should have we should have Walken night. Everything's Walken. We should have Walken night. Like. A guy goes into a bar, just like There's, everything. Uh, is one, one of the bars downtown Des Moines, they have a Christopher Walken uh, picture, oh, yeah? uh, like a like a sticker on the window, and it says Walken's welcome. Walken, ah, very. See, good. see what they did yeah, there? Yes, that's a good one. I don't. I, I'd give a plug to the bar, but I don't remember which Boo. one it is, Whatever. and I'm a terrible patron. Boo. So patron. I know that we normally have a a different song or a different tune that we wrap up to. But uh, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna play this instead. Do it. So uh, we're gonna say goodbye. Thanks for listening. And we will talk to you soon. Happy Fourth of July, everybody! Don't go outside because you'll die. Bye bye. I, yeah, I've had to pee this entire episode, but I didn't want to. I didn't want to stop. No, I don't. I believe you. I believe you. <laughs>